You are listening to the Wild Soul Podcast, a podcast for the wild ones. Join me, your host, Queen Namaste, as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path. From wild, inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between. Because really, who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum? Hello, everybody. Happy Hump Day. Welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast with your host, Queen Namaste. If you are brand new, a special welcome to you. Thank you so much for hopping on and taking a look. This podcast is all about inspired conversations, interviews with wild people, people making a difference in the community. So I am happy that you have decided to join us. And if you aren't new, Welcome back, brothers and sisters. It's nice to have you. Today, I am so excited. You guys, I'm so excited. I hope you are excited too because this episode is pretty cool. It's it's cool. If you have been listening since the beginning, my very first interview with David and Miles, if you haven't listened to it, go back. We talk about these guys in that episode, so it's really cool. I have two amazing people here that I will be interviewing. Their names are Rob and Gary, and they are the journeymen. And I first, like I said, found out about these two guys from David and Miles back in November. And they told me about their journey that they went on. They call themselves shaman or educators or even spiritual workers. They are life partners together, and they've been married since August 2017, and they've brought forth their passion and love for the human spirit just to guide people through a deeply sacred journey, and we are going to talk about this journey today, guys, and it is unconventional. It's not something that you would normally think like a coach would be. It's cool. They use plant medicine and they're right here in Vancouver, Canada. And I just thought it would be great to have them on so they can share their story and what they do. And maybe it would interest you guys. Maybe not, but it probably will. Cause if you're listening to this podcast, I know it will. Before we dive into this episode, I just wanted to give a little backstory of Rob and Gary, just so you know who they are. Following a highly successful career as a professional in the corporate world, Robert decided to live his life purpose as a transformational educator, a shaman and a spiritual advisor. So he experienced an awakening in the early part of his career that facilitated a deep knowing that there was more to his life than a career in earth sciences and a career that he had eagerly pursued since his youth. So Robert applies an innate depth of understanding of the complex relationship that shaped the earth with 14 years of intense study, training, and mentoring in the spiritual and personal development arena just to help people really transform their lives, fostering an awareness and abundance, gratitude, and the miracle of being human. Whoop, whoop. Rob's got a really great vibe, really like what he has to say in this episode and his partner Gary he uses 30 years of highly attuned healing touch experience and he is able to help people open up and integrate the quantum transformations of the shamanic journey process into easeful and natural use of self on all levels so by developing this level of self-awareness people are able to access deeper and more expansive versions of consciousness so they can create a vision for their life from 
a quantum reality. Gary's got really deep awareness of the psychophysical connection to help us liberate the destructive subconscious programs holding us back from reaching our fullest potential. And that is so true, guys. Like in this day and age, like we do so many things subconsciously that we don't even know. I know I hold myself back on many different levels subconsciously that I know I don't want to, but it's just there and I don't even realize about it. So once our subconscious programming is released, Gary helps the physical structures of the body to unfurl from held limiting patterns. Through this awakening process, it also helps people access the present moment on an ever-increasing frequency, which gives Gary's mantra of just be. And they call themselves shamans. And if you know anything about shamans, shamans are people that use plant medicine. (laughs) So stay tuned for what kind of plant medicine they use and what you could potentially be using as well. If you listen to the first podcast, you definitely know what we're going to be talking about here on this episode. So without further ado, let's meet Rob and Gary, also known as the journeyman. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, how are you doing today? Thank you for joining me on the Wild Soul Podcast. Excellent. Awesome. We're glad and honored to be featured on the Wild Soul mm-hmm. Podcast as well. So thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for coming. So I guess for those that don't know who I'm talking to, I am talking to Rob and Gary, and they call themselves the journeymen. I heard or knew, found out about you guys from my first um, guests, uh, Miles and David, and they were talking about the experience that they had with you guys, I guess a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. So I was just really interested in all that and wanted to have you guys on and share your story and share what you do because it's a little bit unconventional and that's what this podcast is all about just being on the wild side so whoever wants to talk you can talk um yeah I know Rob you like to talk a lot <laughs> yeah I'm trying I'm try- I fill in the blanks <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give my loving husband some more airtime when we actually do things like this I'm conscious of it. I do love to talk. Daddy so, does. Totally. <laughs> so yeah, we are the journeymen. Yes. And what we've done is we've we pulled together 15 years of my work and... 30 years of my work. 30 plus years, I'd say. Mm-hmm. You, guys look, you guys look great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so we've just pulled that work together in a way that we believe serves people mm-hmm. and serves them to really get the help they need and really quicken the vision that they have for their life into a new reality. Mm-hmm. So you might think, well, where do I start? Like, how is that possible? And like, who are you guys? So <laughs> yeah. we, are, we are both shamans, spiritual guides, and transformational educators. Some people may call us a coach, spiritual coach. That's fine too. I can lovingly live into that that. label. And I think that's where a lot of people, they have a lot of fear around living into a label. And one of the things that 
we have embraced fully and completely into the soul of our being so that it's unfuckable with is the idea that we are shamans. And a lot of people don't even know what a shaman is. Yeah, I was just going to say, because like, when I think of a shaman, I think of like people going down to Peru in the jungle, all that kind of thing, like walking around with sticks. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and sticks and rattles and drums. They have like yeah. hair coming out forever and 30 layers of clothing that they haven't let go for many years. You know, yeah. uh, not us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we willingly tell people that we're shamans. There is a little bit of a, an adage or a, an old idea that a shaman never tells people that they are a shaman. And I think that is one of the main reasons why people don't know what a shaman is or people don't have shamans. And what I want for people is because we're in this world today where a lot of people have lost their connection to spirit. They've lost the connection to themselves. Mm-hmm. They operate in their mental capacity and that's about it they don't know what spirit is they don't know what their soul is um they may have glimmers of it and we help people awaken that connection to self connection to spirit Mm -hmm. and then we get people into a frequency or vibration so that they can start to fan that flame of their own soul into their every waking moment of life Mm -hmm. so we're like reawakening your your consciousness getting you consciously aware on everything that you do um it is a practice it's something we just get lazy and not do at all and we just go day to day as you know like a cog in a wheel and then it's like where did life go it's like we try to get you tapped into you know where your life is going and this is the direction you're choosing and consciously you're aware of those choices and those thoughts that are coming into your mind and your being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's establishing that connection, reestablishing that connection and then working on it every day. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not a one and done sort of type thing. It's, it's a muscle and you have to work at it every day. And that's something that we do every day. Is it easy? It can be easy. Mm-hmm. Are there bumps along the road? Hell yeah. yeah. Are there things that we work through that are difficult and possibly not nice to look at? But that's just part of the human condition. You have to look at uh, you have to look at the dark side of the moon sometimes. Wasn't there a record out? (laughs) (laughs) But you have to just look at it sometimes just to actually strengthen that that light within self. And and it's not our focus. We don't focus on the dark side. Um there are there is and are things that do come up for people through our process uh, that we take people through and it's not always easy it's work and but for the most part people see how it's been part of their growth Mm -hmm. and it's about leaving the world of judgment behind of good and bad right and wrong and just coming up out of it and allowing yourself to be where you are because you're no matter who you are no matter where you're at in your life whether you're 20 years old, 50 years old, or 80 years old, you are perfectly 
perfect where you're at. And if you want to start doing the work that your soul, your spirit craves, and it's like we've all been given the divine gift of love, sorry, the divine gift of life. And in that life, we get to honor love and be more loving. And no matter what, we always have the choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just to clarify, the dark side is not, the evil side of darkness it's not that it's um shadow self right the shadow self exactly totally it's there and we acknowledge it but we don't live in it we get you to come out of it work with it deal with it and then let it go mm -hmm. so it's not this big over powering darkness that's over you or the shadow is like it's not encompassing you can let it go and leave it behind you because shadow is behind you right. the shadow has your back too so it's a mm -hmm. it's a give and take there it's like there's that balance yeah and the, the shadow the dark side it's to even take that a little step further it's it's those aspects of self that don't serve us mm -hmm. as we're going towards the things that we want in our life and it's it's becoming aware of them it's becoming aware of that resistance because we're already connected to that which we want is just how much resistance am I actually going to put into this or let go of that resistance so that I can have it even quicker. So that's where the, the quickening takes place for people is they become aware. And at first it may take you a day or two to let go of it and even to acknowledge it or might even take a week. But then if it starts out being a week, then that can be down to a few days, down to a day, down to an hour, down to a few minutes, down to a split second. And it's all about giving yourself that moment. And this is one of Gary's big work or part of his work that we work with is being able and willing to give yourself the time to stop. Think, actually stop, breathe, think, then act. Basically, you're, you're giving yourself the permission to not respond immediately out of uh, habits or condition. And it's a teaching of learning to actually give yourself that second. It's like, hey, I'm not going to respond right this second. I'm going to breathe, actually think my response out or my actions, and then proceed forward. And that gives us a nice uh, routine and rhythm in our life to it quickens as time goes on as you learn the practice, but uh, it takes a while to actually recognize that I need to stop first instead of just responding out of habits mm -hmm. and our usual unconscious way of responding. That's how it would be. Yes. Exactly. So are you guys kind of like, would you say that you give people tools on how to just kind of elevate their consciousness and how to, you know, yeah, exactly. Like be aware yes. of their shadow self and continue to grow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Part of our process in the, uh, if uh, you partake in a journey process with us, is, is a nine-week program. And in that, in those uh, four weeks building up to your journey, you would have uh, all these lessons that we would um, provide for you. And they're not long lessons. They're like little seeds, as we call them. And they plant these seeds into yourself. You learn, and then you either take it and take what you need from that seed and work with it or think, oh, that doesn't quite work with me or resonate with me right now, then I'll go to the next one. So you have like four weeks of seeding growth to
to the process of the journey. And then after the journey process, you have the growth of those seedlings are now growing up. And it's like, let's nourish them and water them and feed them with the, the light that you've created from within. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Okay. And I think the key part too is that because we're in an age of, as we all know, the internet, we have it at our fingertips almost every waking minute of our day. And so we all have a lot of information at hand so that we think that we can find the answers outside of us. And one of the beautiful gifts that we offer people is to is go into the world of experiential learning. So you get to learn from the aspect of being in that experience, being in that experience of connection to self, connection to the universe, connection to everything that ever is and ever was. And when you get present to it, you can remember because we all have, and that's the key piece is remembering. We have traumas and dramas that have taken place in our life and we'll remember into it. And so instantly, we will typically if it's a trauma or a drama we're not going to feel um elevated we're going to go into guilt or shame or hatred or anger or depression or anxiety and so it's letting all of those go and sometimes you even have to get present to them and be with them and being in the experience of it so that you can actually live more into your light. And when you're in that experience, you can remember the light that you have within you, the power. And when I say power, I mean balanced, loving, compassionate power, not power of greed or um, power hungry. It's a, a very balanced, loving, compassionate power. And when you get present to that, the power within you, you get to experience it and you get to remember that and take it forward. So we cut away those traumas or dramas that have happened in the past. Will there be more that take place in your life? Heck yeah. But it's about quickening the time that the energy stagnates in your field so that you can learn how to take care of your energetic hygiene. We shower on a daily basis or most of us do hopefully. Um, <laughs> And so it's about doing those practices as well on a daily basis to take care of your energetic hygiene so that you are clearing out the old stagnations that are just keeping you stuck, keeping you in the place you don't want to be, keeping you in resistance to that which you want. And then you stop remembering you you acknowledge and address and be with the pain, anger, guilt, or whatever's there. And you realize that it doesn't serve you for where you're going. So you can clear out that energetic closet and say good day to it. And then with the experience that we provide people, you get to experience the power of self, the power of source of God, Buddha, Allah, whatever that is for you. However you connect to source, however you connect to the universe and you get to take that remembering into your every waking moment so that when something comes up and you get into a tailspin, it's like, Oh, stop, breathe, 
remember and bring that power, bring that love, bring that compassion, the, the feel-good goosebump vibes. You bring those aspects into your waking life every day. So cool. Mm -hmm. I really like what you said about kind of like clearing your energy and being conscious of that because I feel like a lot of people I mean people are starting to realize that energy is a thing but Mm -hmm. like I feel like back in I don't know the 90s it wasn't so much a thing as it is now like that's how I grew up in the 90s so my dad would be like energy what the heck are you talking about like this is voodoo voodoo stuff kind of thing so yeah, it's definitely real, the energy that we hold on to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we suppress. And so that's really cool that we actually get to go into that experience and yeah, in this experience with yourself. Yeah, you can go and learn or find all these things outside, but really we have like everything we need inside ourselves right here, which was really cool. So when you're saying that, when you're talking about the experience, I guess I want to know, and I'm sure other people want to know, like, what is that? And how does, you know, (laughs) the mushrooms come into the picture? Uh, uh, (laughs) You could see she wanted to say it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So part of our process, Mm -hmm. uh, we use plant medicine. And um, with that plant medicine, so our plant medicine of choice is mushrooms, or people may know it as magic mushrooms or psilocybin. Mm-hmm. and um using it as a party trick is one thing just to like hang out with your friends and see cool psychedelic things is one thing but when you meet that plant medicine uh because i believe that it's been put on earth for a reason okay. and it's been put on earth to wake people up to their divine power mm-hmm. and so the it's a teacher and we are guides so we allow people to come into a space that we create for them in a safe space and really go deeply into self Mm -hmm. and when you meet the plant medicine with a high level or a deep level of respect and honor that medicine Mm -hmm. it allows you to go deeply within yourself to really clear out the deep parts of self that you may be disconnected from to establish that connection so you can clear it out and uh and then it just it shows you what you need to look at you get to see what you really need to look at in your life and how it's holding you back and how it's not serving you and then as you do that So typically there's three stages. There's like an emotional clearing, there's a rebirth, and then there's integration. And each one of those components is vitally important. And so we create that space for people to rest into themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's like giving yourself permission just to stop and just rest and let yourself be, you know? Don't judge anything that comes up. Um, It's not all about people that come to us, it's not about uh, any emotional stuckness sometimes. Sometimes it's like, I want to assist my life growing further. Some people are very spiritually along and integrated in their life and their light is shining strong, but they just want a little bit more. They think there's a little hurdle they need to get through. And that hurdle, it doesn't have to be, we don't know what it is. 
there doesn't always have to be about the 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 shadow self or the darkness about it. A journey is a journey, and it is what it is, and it meets you where you're at. And and if you don't think it's like, oh, I've dealt with all my stuff, it's like, no. Even I can put my hand up. That stuff's still there that you thought you've dealt with. And I honestly say, I thought that I've dealt with the family stuff, but no, it's always there. There's another layer of that onion is still coming off and that onion never disappears but you grow from that onion experience Mm -hmm. but if you don't like onions you know (laughs) think of something else (laughs) let's pick off the petals of the flowers (laughs) and and growth is it all like flowers and rainbows and cruise ships and unicorns unicorns it's like no it's not it's 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 work it's a process Mm -hmm. and with the uncomfortableness of processing the stuff that we may not want to look at, you get to grow through it and you get to shed the layers that no longer serve so that you can really grow into whatever that vision is for you, whatever it is that you really want for yourself, whatever glimmer of of the dream. And a lot of us, we've been conditioned to just like, say no to our dreams Mm -hmm. to say no to like well that's not possible how's that ever gonna work out that dream's too big Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah so it's just saying good day to that and uh the medicine is just uh to sum it up it gets you present to your divinely it gets you present to your divine power a, a plant, a mushroom makes you present to your divine power. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, in in the in the right environment. Yes, and intention. Okay, intention yeah. is key. I'm sure people that are listening will probably be like, "I've done mushrooms before, and that has not happened." So. No, of course not. They they just went in as a party trick. They was like, "Oh, I, I've seen this, and this is cool," or they've had a bad experience is because they went in with the wrong intention. They didn't use the medicine in the, the correct manner that it was put on earth for. Mm-hmm. So um, you have to respect it. You have to respect it. And if you don't respect it, then it's going to give you something completely different. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, as a spiritual guide, as a healer, or, um, I've worked with people. I do work on myself. I do work on Gary and vice versa. He works on himself and, he works on me and when you have someone else there to create the space Mm -hmm. so that you can rest into silence and stillness and you know that that person is there to just to look after your every need in that space you get to go a lot deeper Mm -hmm. if i work on myself i can go deep but when someone else is there to create that space and guide me as i need we all need guides. Mm-hmm. We're in this world of like, oh, I can do it myself. I can do it myself. I can do it myself. And that was like, me. We totally, all, yeah. we all need guides. No matter, like even Bob Proctor, he has mentors. He has people that he calls up and works with. People at the top of their game. They, everyone has someone that they rely on, and whether it's a business coach or a spiritual coach or a shaman, there's like, and I think it's happening more and more where people actually have those coaches have those people to call upon and that's what we are as shamans as spiritual guides we create that space 
for people so that they know that when they're in the medicine and when you're using the medicine with intention and respect, you can go super deep into self and really explore the universe that's within you and realize that if you have a business or if you have a family at the end of the day, if there's something that's not working in your family or in your business, it's you. Mm -hmm. I am my business. We are our business. If there's something that's not working, it's us. And 80% of anybody's business. And I know that um, this may ruffle feathers, but 80% of anyone's business is typically work done on self. And if you're only in the world of doing, of do, 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 then I think people are robbing you of a greater experience of an expression of self. And we may get into the world of like, yeah, I've done like, I had 30 things on my list today and I did all of them. It's like, yeah, big freaking deal. Did it actually transform your life? Did it transform your business? Did it build your business the way that you want it? Did it build your family? Whatever it is for you, did it build your career? Or are you just on this hamster wheel of doing things? And I often say that if you're in the world of just doing, 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 it's just a bunch of doo-doo. Because you're, <laughs> you're in a bunch of shit. <laughs> and, and it just doesn't serve. Yeah, it stinks. Yeah. So. Stinky. <laughs> we're honoring a, a sacred gift that's been put on the planet and you can walk into the forest and pick them. Right. Is that what you guys do? Of do course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to ask you. To close the <laughs> <laughs> that's all the information we'll provide. <laughs> you can order them online. Oh, totally. You can order kits online. Hello. What? Totally. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, wow. not the easiest thing to, you know, grow. Mm -hmm. uh, so we leave it to the uh, the universe to grow them for us. Mm -hmm. So it is a a wildly accessible plant in the forest. So you just yeah, need to know what you're looking for. Yeah, because some are like very deadly, aren't they? Yes, very much. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. When it comes down to it, it opens your conscious awareness to, hey, look, you're stuck in there rat wheel of life mm -hmm. get out of the wheel from the inside and get on the outside of the wheel and run your own life mm -hmm. and don't put up with what's happening in the world yeah, yeah. look what's happening in the world with marijuana yeah. Yeah. marijuana has been something that um before the pharmaceutical industry it was a it was a medicine that was used to help like every ailment known to man and what do you see happening now it's a medicine that's being used to help almost every ailment known to man. <laughs> so it's it's very similar to ayahuasca too. Well, which look, is a plant-based medicine. Yeah, which is hallucinogenic. Mm -hmm. So totally, it's the same sort of journey process. Ours is subtler. You don't have the uh, aggressiveness of ayahuasca, which some people experience <laughs> vomiting and the the other pooing, pooing. <laughs> so it's just like. It's totally different. It's mm -hmm. the same, yeah. but different. You yeah. know, if you know what I mean, it's... Uh, right, um, well, and I think, well, isn't like, because when I think of shaman and stuff, I think of like, yeah, ayahuasca and going somewhere like tropical or the Amazon or whatever, because 
doesn't that isn't that where ayahuasca grows like i don't know where yeah yes it is it's it's from two different plants and so the thing is it's um you can go to peru if you want but i believe that um there are more and more people that are seeking work like the work that we do with people and you don't have to go to peru Mm -hmm. you're all connected and whether you do it here or peru is up to you but i believe that bc is a, a brilliant place in the world and at the end of the day whether you're closing your eyes and going into a medicine in the jungle in in peru or you're closing your eyes and going into the medicine in bc then at the end of the day you're still going into self mm-hmm. and you're using you're you're allowing yourself to have that split second or like a few hours with the medicine to just really see your own light if you chime into joe rogan's work if you chime into um is it michael pollock mm-hmm. um he wrote a book a brilliant book on how to change your mind with psychedelics mm. and if you want something some like someone else's experience uh go read it pick it up it's a brilliant brilliant book that has um some gems in it for people and it's uh the use of psilocybin is also brilliant with respect to addiction and depression depression ptsd and at the end of the day uh because we were talking about this the other day it's like well substance addiction is one thing such as if someone's addicted to alcohol or cigarettes or um hard drugs um there's the aspect of people are being addicted to the same bloody thoughts day after day yeah Mm -hmm. and it's about breaking that addiction of I am not worthy or I can't do this or like, who am I to think that I can do this? I'll never get married. I'll never have a boyfriend. I'll never have a girlfriend. It's like all those things I don't, I won't. Mm -hmm. Mm. And that's what the medicine does. It breaks the loop and it decomposes it. It decomposes that loop. So you can realize that, wow, that idea of like, for me, one of the things that I discovered through my own process was I was stuck in the world of, fearing other people's judgment of who I was being in the world. Like if I'm a spiritual healer and a guide and it's like, what are people going to think of me? And that was running rampant. And then when I actually got present to it and let go of it, it was like, Oh my gosh, like there are people that need my assistance. And so, yeah, it's just breaking that addictive cycle of thought. And I think the thought addiction is more powerful than any substance that people are putting into their body. Mm. And because the thought comes first, then the addictions there, the the reaching for the the substance Mm -hmm. there. So you have to, it's not unconscious thinking. You're thinking, I need it. I need it. I need it. Well, you're the only one telling yourself you need it. Yeah. And the more you tell yourself, the more addicted it becomes. Mm -hmm. And then you might even want to ask the question or think about like, well, are, is psilocybin, is psilocybin or ayahuasca addictive? Hell no. No. <laughs> no, it's something you don't want to do a lot of. It's, you know, you know, some people do go searching for those awakenings uh, time after time with ayahuasca, but um, the, it's not addictive. It's not a pleasurable thing. 
Uh, psilocybin is a nicer journey, but it's still it's something you wouldn't want to do all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's it's deeply uncomfortable. Yes, to be in the medicine. No, I shouldn't say deeply uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to some extent, and it's um. But when you make it through that process, after you've gone through that transcendental experience, because mm-hmm. that's essentially what it's doing, and you're going into a transcendental state, and as a result, you take that transcendental state and your rememberings of what you were shown into the world so that you can put them into action. And the action is what transforms the life, transforms your world, transforms your vision into a reality. And then as a result, the next thing that takes place is that as you're taking those actions, the old ways of being are transmuted so that you're leveling up. And those are three of the the key components. And with our work, one of the big things that we work with people is the integration phase. So after you leave us, after you leave um, our sanctuary, our retreat, you are with us for a while afterwards. So that's not just in and out, you're done. We're there to assist you to integrate and to remember those aspects that you were present to in your shamanic journey. And it's remembering back into them and bringing them forward that actually transforms and transmutes, transforms your life and transmutes the old. Very cool. Yeah, it's good that you like stay with people after as well. So that's the question I was going to ask. So that was a good segue. Like if someone was interested in what you guys do, could you like walk me through the experience of like, nine weeks is a long time i guess for like a a mushroom trip is what i like what i thought about it but it's way more than that so yeah yeah. Yeah. so what could someone expect if yeah they're wanting to work with you Mm -hmm. yeah so uh we don't work with everyone oh (laughs) Uh, yes (laughs) so we we have a, a fairly stringent uh, process that we work with people to see if they're a fit for us, if we're a fit for them. And we provide an invitation to those that we feel called to. If we don't feel called to, we don't provide that invitation to come in to work with us. So we provide that invitation. Um, it's not just a, a free-for-all. And we would hop on a a Zoom call or go for a coffee with you and just see where you're at. And we walk through that process. And uh, most of the time it's through word of mouth that people hear about us. And so you may think nine weeks is a long time, but in the span of a lifetime, it's not really that long. And... um. And whether you're called to work with us or someone else, or if you actually want to go to Peru, go. Find a way. Find a way to go and explore that part of yourself. It will be one of the most powerful experiences of your life. And so with us, we work with people for nine weeks because we believe that people need to be prepared as much as they can coming into that process so they can know to some extent what is to be expected of them and and it just it provides a little bit a little bit more safety 
and then after the whole entire process of the journey is of the shamanic journey is over that integration phase of us being with you so that you don't fall back into the old and so that you don't add energy to those aspects that no longer serve you and we don't work with a lot of people um the most that we work with is six people at a time and um, there are people that will work with like 40 people at a time and that's not something we do and six is the most and we work with people on a solo basis so two shamans one person or uh, we call them power couples or power partners uh, two people would come and work with us and a, a maximum of six people and um, so basically you can people if they're interested can book a call with us and see if you're a fit so it's uh, our website is www.theirjourneymancollective.com see if it's something that um you want to explore because at the end of the day you're exploring self yes very cool mm -hmm. awesome brilliant you know, I think we covered a lot in the, the 40 minutes over here. I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. like, so it's a lot of information. There's a lot more we can do the one-on-one -on -one call uh, to provide more deeper detail on our program. And um, yeah, we're here for you. Well, I'm super excited for what you guys are offering the world in this community and mm -hmm. you guys being local in North Van. So that's really awesome. Um, yeah. And hopefully I'll get to work with you guys in the future if mm. it's a good fit. <laughs> well, no, good, everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Um, so yeah, you said your you said your website. Do you guys have Instagram or anything like that, or is your website? Uh, yeah, our Instagram uh, is you can find it through our website as well. It's at the bottom of the page, and we got a private Facebook group for people, and just to explore or to see more of us. And um, we're also working at other ways to support people, um, even people who may not even work with us, uh, looking at possibly providing like a, a monthly online meditation for people just to um, help people. Cool, that's yeah. awesome. Thank you for what you guys do. Mm -hmm. Thanks Shannon for this Thanks time. You. This is brilliant. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for what you do. Yes, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Spread the word. Spread the love and mm -hmm. the joy. More people need to know. Yes, exactly. Okay, awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Mm -hmm. Have a good day. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to today's episode. If you want to be on the podcast or know someone really wild who has an amazing story, feel free to reach out to the wild soul podcast on instagram at the wild soul podcast or feel free to email me at shannonpetersfitness.com see you next time <laughs>